You can cry on command. And that is why I decided to create this. Welcome to Free Talk, the show to help you learn English the fun and simple way. Ready? Hello guys and welcome back to a new episode of Free Talk Podcast. The show where we have one objective to take your English to the next level. The fun and simple way. My name is Alan and I am the host of this show. And what we have for today is a different kind of episode because uh, last week we started with this, um, we could say, this series of episodes of this uh, new format that we decided to to introduce only for this month of February. So last when uh, last Monday and Wednesday we had uh, regular episodes, longer episodes, but we didn't talk about pronunciation. And the episode of today is going to be half of the episode of or uh, one part of the episode is going to be about pronunciation and the other part is going to be about responding to um, one of your questions. One question that was um, posed to me by one of our listeners. So... Let's start with the part of the pronunciation. And because uh, for this episode we are going to have more time to talk about only uh, these two aspects, it is a great opportunity to talk about something that I, I've, uh, I have wanted to do for a long time. I've been, I've been meaning to explain this to you for a long time and in the past we have talked about the the differences in the sound in some uh, some letters some vowels the sound of some consonants and also we have talked about uh, things like intonation uh-huh, and stress in words and today we will talk about something similar to that and that is inflection inflection so that is how we change the pitch or how we stress the words within uh, a sentence a complete sentence i told you on i'm not sure if it was the episode number one or two or three but i told you that for example, when we have when we introduce new information, that new information is what we stress. And we said, for example, dogs eat bones. Dogs and bones are the stressed words. Dogs eat bones. I also told you that in uh, compound words, we stress the first part of the word, like in baseball. Mm-hmm. or basketball. So we don't say baseball, we say baseball. 
And the um, what I will explain today is something similar, but it, it's most. Uh, it, I mean, it's mostly about how the the word that you stress in a sentence can change the meaning of the complete sentence. So to do this, we are going to use one sentence, one example sentence, and uh, this sentence contains these words. So listen, the word I, uh, the word didn't, the, the negative of did, so did not, the contraction, didn't, the word say, the word he, the word stole, the word the, the article, and the word money. So we have I didn't say he stole the money. Okay, so that is only one sentence. But now what we are going to do is we are going to stress only one of these words at a time and the meaning of the complete sentence is going to change. So let's take a look at the first, uh, the first example with the first intonation. So in this, in this first example, we are going to stress the word I, the first word, the pronoun I. So then the sentence is, I didn't say he stole the money. Okay, all the other words are not stressed, only the word I. I didn't say he stole the money. I didn't say he stole the money. Okay, in this case, when we stress only the, the, the first part, the first word, I, the meaning of the sentence is someone else said that, another person said that. So one person said, that he stole the money, but it was not me. I didn't say he stole the money. I didn't say he stole the money. Uh -huh. On the second example, we are going to stress I, but also didn't. And the emphasis is on the negative. I didn't. Uh -huh. I didn't say he stole the money. I didn't say he stole the money. So when we say this, now the emphasis, the stress, is on the negative part. So we are saying that is not true. I didn't say he stole the money. So maybe somebody is accusing me. Somebody is saying you said he stole the money. But I said I didn't. I didn't say he stole the money. Okay? So again, the 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 sentence is the same, but in this case we are only changing the words that we stress and the meaning changes completely. Number one, I didn't say he stole the money. I did not. I, me, no, another person. I didn't say he stole the money. I didn't say he stole the money. So that is not true. That is a lie. In the next example, the word we are going to stress is the verb say. So we say, I didn't say he stole the money. I didn't say he stole the money. Say is the, uh, the stressed word. So when we stressed say, we are emphasizing the, the, the action or the fact that I, I, I didn't say it. I didn't express it. 
maybe I was only suggesting that as a possibility. Yes, I made the suggestion, but I didn't say it directly. So I didn't say he stole the money. Mm -hmm. Let's check the three examples. I didn't say he stole the money. I didn't say he stole the money. I didn't say he stole the money. Okay, so now we have three different, completely different ideas. Number four, we are going to stress the word he. So we say, I didn't say he stole the money. I didn't say he stole the money. So a person stole the money. A person took the money. And maybe I said a person took the money, but I never said that he stole the money. So I didn't say he stole the money. Okay. Uh, so uh, the, the, fir the, the, the four examples again. I didn't say he stole the money. 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 Number five. Now we are going to stress the word stole. Stole, by the way, is S-T-O-L-E. And that is the, the past of the verb steal. When somebody takes something that is not their property, they are stealing. So in this case, it's stole. So when we stress the word stole, we say, I didn't say he stole the money. I didn't say he stole the money. So I don't know, maybe he lost it or he, he borrowed it, uh -huh. but he didn't steal it. So now I say, I didn't say he stole the money. Okay. Now, the number six. In the number six, we are going to stress the article the or the, T-H-E. So in this case, we say, I didn't say he stole the money. Uh -huh. So when we say the money, we are being very specific about one, well, one particular money. Uh -huh. So maybe somebody says, where is the money for the rent? Uh -huh. And that is the money for the rent. If I say, I didn't say he stole the money, so maybe he didn't take the money for the rent. I am saying that he took the money for, I don't know, to buy groceries. So it's a different kind of money. I didn't say he stole the money, just other money. Mm -hmm. And in the last example, in the last word, what we stress is the last word, which is money. So we say, I didn't say he stole the money. I didn't say he stole the money. So he stole something. Yes, I, I said that he stole something, but maybe not money. So maybe he stole, I don't know, the television or he stole um, the car, something else. But I, I am not saying that he stole the money. Okay, so when we change the, the, the word that we stress, even though... The, the sentence is the same, the meaning is going to change. So let's see. Once again, we are going to check all the examples. I didn't say, I didn't say he stole the money. 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 
I didn't say he stole the money. I didn't say he stole the money. I didn't say he stole the money. Okay, so I think this is a really important um, part, a really important aspect of a language to, to consider. And it's, of course, something that we learners of a second language should consider. Because for an American people or an English native speaker, this is natural. Huh? Just in the same way that we in our native languages, we, we do all these things automatically. It's natural. But when we are learning a new language, we need to know these things. So I am going to um, to write this sentence in the in the show notes of the um, of of the post that we are going to make for this episode, so that you can um, copy it and you can uh, start practicing. Just make a, a mark on each one of the words and pay attention to how the meaning changes. The intention is different because the inflection is different. I didn't say he stole the money. 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 Okay? So that is just the, the reference we can use. I, I think it would be very interesting if you uh, created one uh, original sentence a short sentence like this, you can write it down and then uh, uh, you, you can mark the difference in the, uh, in the meaning when you stress different words. And if you want to share your example with the rest of the listeners of this podcast, I think it would be a very um, fun example and it will be, I think... Uh, something we could use. I think it's a fun thing. So th because the meaning can change so much, we can create some um, even strange examples with these different changes. So uh, if you want to do that, I would love to read your examples. And you can do that uh, visiting our uh, website www.freetalkingles.com slash podcast when you listen to this episode there is going to be a post for the episode and you can go and leave your comments there okay and now we are going to um, take some minutes to talk um, about um, the, the answer about to a question that uh, a listener uh, asked me okay so this question was asked in the context of um, one of the principles of the free course that we have uh, on Free Talk English. Uh, by the way, if you um, if you are not subscribed to the course, I strongly recommend you to do it. If not for all the benefits that you can get from getting your course, because it's free. I mean. You don't have to pay a dollar or a peso or whatever is the currency that you use. It's absolutely free. You can give it a try. 
Now, um, in one of the principles of the um, of the course, I talk about repetition, and repetition is something that, uh, based on my experience as a teacher, as a coach, and most importantly as a student, I know that repetition is a vital part of developing uh, a real language. You need to listen, but you need to repeat. It's absolutely necessary to really achieve the, the level that you want to achieve in a new language. But, of course, this is not uh, so easy to do because, I mean, sometimes it's just so boring to listen to the same thing uh, time and time again. So the question that was asked to me was, can I, can I use songs to, um, to, 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 to practice my listening because it's difficult for me to listen to, for example, podcasts or things that are longer and I, don't, I, I get lost. I get bored and I get lost. But if I am listening to music, that's easier. I can repeat the same song a hundred times and there is no problem. And here the question has maybe two sides. Uh-huh. There are two sides to the answer. The first part is that, yes, of course, I, I, I retain music as an incredible part of learning a language. Um, but the problem with that is that songs are usually very um, very repetitive in what they say and I mean there is no time in a song to really tell a story and to use language that you can uh, use for example in normal life. There are of course examples, very uh, notable examples, examples like if, I don't know, there are some really good uh, songwriters that can tell a complete story in a song. I can personally think of people like Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan's songs are great for that because they are like a short story in five minutes. Or people like uh, Leonard Cohen. I don't know if you know Leonard Cohen, but he before he was a singer, he was a poet. So his, let's say, his literary uh, knowledge is, uh, is transmitted in his songs. So the, in these cases, it's a, those are good examples to um, to use as a listening material and repeat it and not get bored. But these are very like, um, let's say, isolated examples. It is always going to be better if you listen to um, a conversation of people or a person speaking or a radio show or a podcast because that is, uh, let's say, natural language. It's people just talking maybe about a topic in particular or maybe about, uh, uh, I don't know, having a conversation, a discussion, something like that. So, my first answer here is, yes, you can listen to songs, they are great. Uh, if you listen to maybe a conversation about songs, 
that's even better. But if you don't have, a, let's say, access to conversations about songs, you still need to listen to regular uh, conversations or regular people talking. So what is the secret to listen to this and not get bored? And my answer here is that we need to stop seeing learning a language as if it were a task, as if it were uh, an obligation, an activity that we need to do to learn the language. And we need to start looking at that as, as an adventure, uh -huh, as a, a discovery adventure. You can listen to something for the first time, something that you are interested in, and maybe it's going to be difficult, of course. But if you listen to that and then you said, no, it's too difficult, I'm leaving, and you don't listen to it again, in that moment, your adventure finishes. You are not giving yourself the opportunity to discover what they are talking about. So my advice here is listen to something and make yourself an idea of what it is that you are listening. But then when you are setting yourself to listen to it again, your mentality, your mindset should be okay. On this, ep on this time, this second time, my, my, my goal, my objective is to discover all the things that I did not uh, check or that I, I did not realize the first time. And when you go with this mentality, your brain is more open to, to grasp, to find, to, to get all these things you didn't get before. And then the second time, you are going to get more. And in that moment, it starts becoming interesting. And then you said, okay, I listened once, I listened twice, now I am going to listen one more time and I am going to do it so that I can find all the things that I didn't find before. And then you continue doing it, four, five, six, seven, eight, but you can do it as a personal challenge, as a game, like let's see what these people are talking about. And you can listen and you can make notes maybe of the words and you can look up those words in a dictionary and then with these new words return to the adventure and listen again. I can I can tell you by my own experience that this is something that works even if you are not interested in the topic. I tried this myself when I was uh, practicing and learning my French. I have like very particular interests. So I like music, I like books, I like movies, I like technology. But in one point I said, okay, I am going to listen to um, a, a radio show in French about politics. Uh -huh. And this was a French politics. So I don't know anything about politics, but I was listening to it with the idea that I was going to discover what these people were talking about. And maybe in the end, the result is that 
I discovered that, yeah, I don't like politics and less so I don't like French politics. But my adventure, my game, my challenge to discover, to decipher what these people were saying, that made the whole activity interesting. And that is just one thing you can do. Uh -huh. But in general, I think that my recommendation is that you need to stop looking at learning, looking at doing the activities you have to do as an activity. They are not chores. They are not obligations. It is your obligation to turn common activities, regular activities into something interesting. So that is just my advice on this case. It's, of course, a personal personal um, recommendation. If you want to try it, try it and let me know how it works for you. For me, it has worked really well. And um, uh, in the future, I would like to talk more about music and how we can use it. Because you can use, actually, you can use music to learn. It's a great way. But I will tell you what is my plan for uh, to help you do that. Okay, so we have an idea that involves music. And I will be very happy to tell you that idea when it's ready. I think maybe a couple of weeks. So... That's going to be the end of this episode. I hope that you like these uh, mechanics we are doing um, uh, this, this month. Two episodes, two regular episodes, one episode um, devoted specifically to pronunciation and questions. Remember, if you have any question or if you have any a problem uh, in particular with pronunciation, you can let me know and we will address, we will uh, answer those, uh, those questions in a future episode. So I will see you next Monday for a new regular episode and next Friday we are going to have another episode like this. Thank you very much for listening. I will see you on Monday and keep it simple.